0: <laughs> Bar Kong says, I stood, I should have started Tampa Bay instead of Philly. Why? You don't know what Tampa Bay is even going to do yet against the Raiders. Raiders can easily throw up 30 points on them like they did. Philly was the right play, and they didn't even do bad. They gave up 22 points, but uh, they got multiple turnovers um, and multiple sacks. So, yeah, Philly was a good play no matter what. Hey, Denise, Micah Kaiser or Kazir White? Ouch. Why do you have to do this to me? Two people that I really, really love in the IDP world, and now you got to pin them together against me. Oh, man. So this one is tough. Let me go look at their matchups really quick because uh, I got no other questions in besides yours. So I will just talk this one out a little bit. So Rams go up against the Bears. That's a really good matchup for Kaiser. And then the Chargers go up against Jacksonville. That's a really good matchup for Kaiser as well. <laughs> okay, so uh, for Kaiser, um, Kaiser and Kaiser, yeah, that—that's a tongue twister saying that three times fast. So this one is tough. This one is tough. Um, I think I still want Micah Kaiser over Kazir White. I love both of these guys. Like, it's tough. Do you only have, like, one position that you can uh, play an IDP player in? Um, let me know, Denise, because uh, I'd be trying to get someone else out of my lineup to get both of these guys in somehow. If you can only play one player, I'm picking Micah Kaiser. But I know that you watch a bunch of my content, like Micah Kaiser and Kazir White. I- I've been super high on Kaiser the entire year, and I've been super high on White the entire year, too. So, yeah, um, why well, you got to do that to me and, and put two guys that I really like against each other? <laughs> what up, James? MT is a system receiver. I don't think so. I mean, it's easy to say that about anybody, but Mike Thomas's Mike Thomas's skill set—you could put his skill set on any team. It's just like just like how De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins went from one team to another, didn't miss a beat. Same thing. Brandon Cooks. He's someone who everybody said was a system receiver with the Saints. He's been to three other teams since then, and he's been good everywhere along the way and held his value. So I I don't agree with you saying that MT is a system receiver. Hey, what up, John from YouTube? Stafford or Tannehill? This one is tough, okay, because Stafford – He's going to finish as a QB one this week, a top twelve QB, hands down. Everybody does who plays Atlanta. So it really boils down to who do I think has more upside? I think Tannehill has more upside. I think that Tannehill, his upside is four touchdowns. Like his ceiling could be another four touchdown game. So um, I, I I'm leaning Tannehill slightly if I'm um, if I'm the underdog, if I'm the favorite. And I don't need that great of a game. I just need a really, I just need a good game out of my QB. I'm going Stafford because he's going to finish as a, as a top twelve QB. Everybody does against Atlanta. So it really just depends on uh, your matchup that you got going on. What up, Cameron? Thanks for jumping back in, bro. Kareem Hunt, Mike Davis, or Justin Jackson for running back. Pick two. Okay, so this one's a little tough to me. This one's tough to me because. Uh, Mike Davis, I feel like you've got to get him in there. I think last week was a little bit fluky with him not getting that many receptions. I think against the Saints, who have a pretty tough run D, that they're going to be getting him involved in the pass game often. He could easily go for 10 receptions tomorrow. So I I, got to have that in my lineup. I got to have Mike Davis there. Now it comes down to Hunt or Justin Jackson. Now, both guys... I, well, Justin Jackson has a good matchup. Kareem Hunt doesn't have that good of a matchup. I mean, it's not a horrible matchup, but it's uh, it's someone who's under the halfway mark on you know teams that you want to for sure play. I feel like I want to lean on Justin Jackson a tiny little bit because of the uh, because of the upside that he's got uh, over Kareem Hunt. I don't think that the Browns Bengals game is going to be that high scoring of a game. And so I would rather have Justin Jackson's upside. Brazen Brady, what up, bro? Back in, nice. And hope it's been going smooth. Yep, it has. Two hours in, bro, two hours in. We'll see how much longer it lasts. Could be another five-hour session, who knows? Caleb says, after Antonio's signing, would you trade Godwin? Well, the way that I think about trades is nobody's ever off limits from a trade but am I going to get the value that I want for that person? So I don't think that Godwin is going to take a crazy hit in production. If that's what you're asking, we, we got to forget about Chris Godwin's season last year. And we got to just think about this year. I don't think that anybody is going to be paying up for Chris Godwin as of right now. I mean, I'm not saying you can't get a good trade out of him, But I feel like a lot of offers that I've been seeing people get have been really bad. I've been telling people to say no to a lot of trades with Chris Godwin because I don't think he should be sold low as of right now. Oh, what up, Denise? So you said only one. Yep. So I'm starting Micah Kaiser out of the two. Oh, taste the Skittles. I'm waiting on that dab break. Let's get it, bro, because I got no more questions in right now. So Brazen Brady, get in on it, bro. Let's get in on that dab break right now. So here we go. Let's get it, everybody. Got some nice live resin that I'm smoking on right now. Let's get it. Let's get it, Brazen Brady. Let's get it. So everybody who is out there and don't know what dabs are, it's just a concentrated form of marijuana. So we're not doing anything crazy. We're just uh, getting really, really high. (laughs) Just living the California lifestyle like I love. And uh for my 420 peeps, I taste the skittles and brazen Brady. If you can believe it or not, I've been smoking dab since 2006 back when it was very disgusting and it was called goo. and I've literally seen the transformation happen from something that almost made me want to quit smoking altogether to the best form of smoking because of the way that it's uh the way that it's clean, cleaner now than it's ever been. But uh, yeah, I've been on the dab game since 2006, if you can believe it. And back then, you literally just put tiny little bits on top of your bowl or scraped your bowls on it. Like that's how crazy it was back then. just want to give you an insight into how much of a, a 420 head that I am. Because uh, that's been my life more than anything. I was the 420 hustler for such a long period of my life. Damn it. And I just, uh, <laughs> I touched my plastic cup with the nail right now. Shit. <laughs> Where's my 420 beeps? Where's my 420 beeps at? I know Skittles and Brazen Brady are here. <coughs> Where's my other 420, peeps? (coughs) Woo, woo, woo. (coughs) Brazen Brady. Holy cow, I just started last year. We're talking to a real OG. Yeah, ma'am. I don't fuck around when it comes to this. Like I, I've given I've given my time to the weed game because I've been in jail multiple times in California just for weed. So, uh, last uh, Thursday, on Thursday I told you guys how I don't do anything that could get me in trouble anymore. I've almost four year old son, so I don't do shit to get in trouble anymore. But uh, I'm I'm just one of those guys. Who um didn't have a lot of opportunities in life and uh, I took the easy route with uh, you know, being uh being the king of the streets and not even the king of the streets, but uh, you know, someone who's doing well enough to not have to work for like three years because of it. <laughs> yep, for real. Dab it is the way. I can't even smoke bud anymore like dabs. Yep. So I, I love uh I love smoking bud still, and I gotta gotta smoke some flour too, cause I love the taste of it. But uh, Yeah, man, dabs are the way to go. Let's get back into some questions. What up, Mike, from YouTube? I have Alan Robinson, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, DJ Chark, and Debo Samuel. What should I do? I need a running back with Chubb out. I have Chubb, Edwards, Hilaire, Bell, and Jackson. So... I mean, I'd try to trade DJ Chark away. He's someone who still has some name value to a lot of people, but he's really like a matchup play to me. I would try to trade DJ Chark. Maybe you can come up on, uh, I don't know, someone like David Montgomery or, you know, just some RB2 that people might be a little bit uh, butthurt about. But um, one thing that you should do is go get signed up on my website, fantasyfootballhustler.com. I will teach you how to dominate your league with trades It's tough to answer trade questions in a vacuum because you need to target specific teams, not specific players and like managers, you know, like teams within your league. That's the way that you're going to do it. Like you got to go to someone who really needs a wide receiver, you know, and who has a few running backs to where they can lose one, you know? So, I mean, that's the way that you're going to do it. Um, That's the way that you're going to do it. David saying thanks 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 for the three helps bro yep anytime brother thanks for always shouting me out on social media thanks for being the biggest contributor in the fantasy um football advice group for experts gurus and beginners because you're literally the number one contributor you're always posting you're always reacting you're always commenting you give people way more help in the group than i can now because i i got i'm doing all the videos and all that like you're doing right now what I was doing in that group, like when the group kind of started and got up and I was literally devoting like a lot of energy to the group. So, yeah, I appreciate you, bro. What up, Bar? Did Brady's value skyrocket? So I don't know if it skyrocketed, but now I think it's more back on you know track to where we thought that it was going to be. Um, I My bold prediction of the year to start the year was that Brady was going to finish as a top five QB. And he's had flashes of it, but he hasn't had, you know, the full complement of receivers. And so now just being like a top 10, you know, almost seems like a stretch. I think with Antonio Brown, it gets it to our top five in the, in the, in the league is uh, totally doable. Um, you know, it's usually like the top three guys usually separate themselves from everybody else. But then it's like, you know, the four to 10 guys, I mean, they're usually very, very close, you know, within range of each other. So I think with Antonio Brown, Brady could, you know, jump back up into potentially being fifth, sixth, you know, just somewhere like that in the QB breakdown. What up, Cameron? Being that Cincinnati struggled in the end zone, should I look to trade Tyler Boyd? Who's a good candidate? I would definitely be looking to trade Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's someone who I've literally been telling people to drop. So I don't know how much value you can get for Boyd. I would be looking for, I mean, maybe a tight end, you know, if you're hurting a tight end. Uh, Maybe you you find someone who likes Cincinnati, you know, and who likes Tyler Boyd. You got to find someone that likes Tyler Boyd and you you really just got to find someone that uh, really needs wide receivers bad and just see what they can lose because getting anybody back right now that can help your team is literally better than dropping him. And I've been telling people to drop him because there's literally free agents that I would rather own in some leagues, you know, than Boyd. What up, Caleb? Flex spot. Who do you start, Mike Williams or Justin Jackson? Half point PPR. I'm starting Mike Williams. I like Mike Williams' shots. shot of getting multiple TDs, way more than, than Justin Jackson. So I'm starting Mike Williams. I'm expecting a very, very big game out of Mike Williams going up against the Jaguars. Jaguars are bad against the pass. And their best cornerback, CJ Henderson, is probably going to be going up against Keenan Allen. So that means whoever is on Mike Williams is going to get toasted. Oh, I didn't see this. Taste the skittles. I started dabbing a year and a half ago, but I've been smoking since 2015. Hell yeah, bro! So man, I uh, I started smoking in 2000 and in the year 2000 <laughs> actually. So yeah, 20, 20 years in the game. Um, it was, uh, it was Halloween 20 years ago. First time that I ever smoked. And, uh, it was at my friend, my friend took me over to, uh, when he had to go, had to go grab some weed and, uh, the guy's house who he went that we went over to, his name was Bud Green. <laughs> so the first time I ever smoked was some weed that was, uh, purchased from Bud Green. <laughs> What up, Kush? Pick two. Singletary, Gio Bernard, Justin Jackson, or McKinnon. I'm going Justin, Jackson, and McKinnon over Gio Bernard and Singletary. I am not drinking the Singletary juice. I know that everybody thinks that this is going to be a huge Singletary game. You heard it here first from me. I'm not recommending anybody start Singletary this week unless you literally have no other options because I don't think it's going to be a big Singletary game at all. What up, Fred? I have Galladay, Claypool, Cup, Michael Thomas, and T.Y. Hilton. Should I dump Hilton and add Antonio Brown? Yeah, I, I would. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is someone who, with your lineup of wide receivers that you got right now, Hilton would probably never play for your team ever. So I would rather take the shot on Antonio Brown versus holding on to Hilton and hoping that he would crack by starting wide receivers. What up, Bar? Jalen Smith or Levante David? Ooh, so I got to go. Uh, I mean, this one's tough because, I mean, Jalen Smith has been doing pretty good. But Levante David has been doing great. And I'm going to take the upside of David for sure. I mean, both guys are linebacker ones, you know, in my opinion. But I'm going to take the upside of David because he has been getting shit done. I mean, just way more than tackles. Jalen Smith is like the tackle king right now, but I like the upside of David to get. I mean, an interception, a sack. I mean, he's just he's doing it all, and uh, it's been it's been nice to watch because I got him on a couple teams. Mike says, "Okay, thank you, thank you, Mike, for showing up." Um, yeah, and uh, just just go check it out. Trust me, I am helping people dominate, and I'm helping people make the right moves. So yeah, you want to go check it out, fantasy football hustler. Just go check it out. Um, It's going to be one of the best investments that you make all year. You're investing in yourself, you know, for fantasy football knowledge, fantasy football advice. And I, I don't just tell you what to do either. Like I'm giving you the insight into thinking, you know, the way that I think and why I'm able to be so successful in this space. Because it's not just about making the right choices, you know, it's about knowing why the choices were made that's the big thing. And and I teach you all of this. And I've literally teach so many different people, so many types of things, you know, throughout my life, I've taught people how to sell. I've taught people how to do social media stuff. Like I've helped people learn how to play baseball. Like, I mean, I wear so many different hats as far as a teacher goes that you're not just coming at me for advice. I mean, it's more or less for me to be a little bit of a teacher. teach you my, my thought process of why these decisions happen. And it's just going to make you that much more of a fantasy football expert yourself, you know, moving forward, Jason, William, what up? You may have missed uh, this two QB league, you or Stafford and Jones are my QBs. Would you drop Jones or Slayton for Dalton? Um, Wide receivers are D Hop, Chark, Debo, Moore, Higgins, and Slayton. I would drop Slayton and uh, I would drop Slayton and pick up Dalton. I mean, two QB league. I mean, I you know, I wouldn't suggest uh, you know, playing Dalton anywhere in a one QB league. Two QB league, I mean, you might be forced uh, to play him and injuries, I mean, are a real thing. So I mean it's better to have more QBs than less. That's what I'm thinking. And all the options that you got here. I don't think that you would ever play Slayton, you know, or it, it'd have to be like a perfect matchup for you to play Slayton. And uh, yeah, I drop Slayton for Dalton. Taste the Skittle says, you can't drop Tyler Boyd, my boy. You got to trade him to a manager that needs wide receivers. He's much too valuable at number one with Burrow thrown 40 times a game. Go look at his stats. Go, go look at his targets. So, I mean, I – I'm not telling people to drop Tyler Boyd for nobodies, okay? Like, d- don't get it twisted. But there is someone who said, should I drop Tyler Boyd for Claypool? Hell to the yeah. Like, I told him, go do it right now. Should I drop Tyler Boyd for Brandon Cooks? Hell yeah, do it right now, right now, right now. Tyler Boyd for Mike Williams. Hell yeah, go do that right now. So, yeah, I mean, I, I want to tell people to trade someone like Boyd away. But sometimes... If a trade doesn't happen fast, you got to make that move like right away. Like that's another thing. Like you can't sit on it. You got to, uh, you, you got to act on it. And uh, a Skittle skill says, even though Higgins is on the come up, I have Higgins. Higgins is on the come up. And you know, really why? I'm I'm a little bit out on Boyd right now, is because A.J. Green, the coaches came out and said that A.J. Green is going to be more of a possession receiver moving forward. What did they do the first game after that news broke? He got nine receptions and either nine or ten targets, I can't remember, for 97 yards. Higgins got his. Who got left in the dust? Boyd. So... That's why I'm a little bit low on Boyd. He is a sell candidate for me right now. Get him off your squad and sell him because unless A.J. Green gets hurt, Boyd is number three in that pecking order now, and that's not good. That's not good. Burrow throwing 40 times. He's not throwing 40 times because they're balling. He's throwing 40 times because they can't get the run going and they're probably getting shit on. So garbage time points, you know, at best. And yeah, definitely drop them for those names. I feel you. Yeah, so I'm not telling people to drop them for bullshit. Like, like, like I said, don't get it twisted. I'm not telling you to drop him for someone that you're never going to play. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's just some people who are on certain waiver wires who – that's why you want to sign up for my website, fantasyfootballhustler.com. Not just you, Skittles, but everybody out there because you want to uh, you, you wanna know – Who's got the value moving forward? And I'll make sure that you don't make dumb drop and, drops and ads. You know, like um, Kim, she asked, should I drop Jonathan Taylor for AJ Dillon? Jonathan Taylor's on the buy this week. If you need to win, you need to pick up AJ Dillon, but you can't drop Jonathan Taylor. We got to figure out someone else to drop. So yeah, I will help you out with that. Yo, what up, Eric? So Aaron Jones, what's the chances of him playing on Sunday? I think that he's less likely to play then he is likely to play. So it's it's like a 50-50 shot, you know, right now. But here's some things that we got to remember. He got hurt on Thursday. This came up on a Thursday practice. That's three days before their game. I mean, you got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's three days, you know, before their game. I don't think that they're going to want to risk if, if he's that close to playing, if, but not 100%. I think they just sit him. Like, why would you not? This game should be a cakewalk for the Packers going up against the the Texans. Texans have a beast of an offense, but their defense is nothing nice at all. So, like, let's say Aaron Jones plays. And in the first quarter, Packers go up by 14 or by 21. What's the chances of him playing and then them saying, you know what? We don't even need you to play. Just go sit down and chill out. And, like, that I think that that is a, is a really big possibility, even if he does play. So I'm just super nervous about it. A.J. Dillon, in my mind, is the man to own. The coaches already came out earlier. Um, yesterday Was yesterday or Thursday? One of the two, yesterday, I believe, and said that A.J. Dillon could handle a larger role if Jones was out. This is like literally the perfect game for you to get your rookie running back the looks that you want to see. You want him to put stuff on film. So you can critique him. They already know what they have in in Williams. I mean, they know what they got in him. This is the perfect time to get the rookie some runs. So if you have Aaron Jones and you're in a league, go pick up A.J. Dillon. Go stash him on your bench. I think that A.J. Dillon is probably worth starting over Jones, even if Jones plays, because I just really see the Packers going up big and going up big quick. Hey, what up Barry? Says appreciate the advice. Does Justin Jackson's questionable tag for the knee injury a worry? He he did do a limited practice on Friday. So, it is a worry. Anytime you have the questionable tag, it's always a worry, but the limited practice, I mean, that's something that makes me believe that he's going to be okay for playing. I'm not super thrilled about Kelly. Like Kelly is not looking good out there. Like the best game that he had was when they force fed him down the chief's throat and the chiefs were like, who the fuck is this Kelly guy? We don't even know who he is or how to defend against him, you know, but Kelly showed his true colors two weeks ago when they played, you know um, when they played the saints, Justin Jackson got more touches and he was way more efficient with those touches. I, I think We, we always need to worry about questionable people, but I'm going to do a live stream tomorrow and anyone signed up on my website, fantasyfootballhustler.com. You get direct access to me on Sunday. I'm going to be telling, I'm going to be posting about it on Patreon. You get an app that you could download. So you get all the news updates and everything like that. I always update everybody who's in, who's out, who's likely to play, who's not to play. So much information is going to come out tonight that will give us insight into tomorrow. <laughs> what up cameron trade boyd and shark for rojo i would i mean boyd like i said he's borderline droppable so it's really like shark for rojo at this point and i would do that i mean if someone offered you i'd smash accept. hey what up devon should i trade hollywood brown and Tannehill hill for connor and ronald jones so who's your other qb um I know he's stacked at running back. I'm not really. So, who's your other QB? Can you afford to lose Tannehill? And if you're not stacked at running back, I mean Hollywood Brown, he's really a matchup play. So he's not. I have him on a couple rosters and like week to week. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to talk myself out of playing him because unless the matchup like really proves that he should play, so I would definitely be entertaining this offer, Uh, Jones. To a lot of people that own Jones, I bet they're nervous about Fournette, but I'm not nervous about Fournette. I think Jones is still going to get his touches. And either way, like literally every running back, you know, backfield is a committee. Like literally everyone, like except Zeke. That's really it. So, yeah, I I think I would be leaning on the side of wanting Connor and Ronald Jones, um, especially if you're not stacked at running back. Like you said, What up, Corey, Tom Brady, or Big Ben bro this week? What you thinking? I'm thinking Tom Brady, Big Ben on the road makes me nervous. He makes me nervous. Uh, Going up against the Titans, who do have a pretty decent secondary as well. I think that the the Steelers, when they go on the road, they try to lean extra hard on the run, and that usually – like just keeps Ben to like, you know, 200 yards or under, you know, maybe one or two touchdowns. I like Brady's upside over Ben. I mean, if the Raiders, they're, they're coming off a bye. They've been preparing for this game. The Bucks are one of those teams that everybody wants to beat. Okay, everybody wants to beat the Bucs. They want to put up high score. The Raiders, they're coming off a high of a game with the Chiefs, you know, um, taking the Chiefs to 40 points and beating them. You know, I know that they they know that they're going to have to put up a game like that to be able to beat them. So I'm going Brady and just assuming it's going to be a higher scoring game than the Titans at the Steelers, which could be a very rough and tough defensive game. Yep, Devon, Deshaun Watson's my other QB. Yep, I, I would do that trade for sure. Tannehill's expendable, and um, if you need to stream, you know, later in the bye week, it's just one week. So yeah, if you need running backs, that's uh, definitely a good trade for you. What up, Eric? Cool, cool. I scooped up Dylan off the wire and put in <clears throat> a waiver for Williams just in case. Yep, if you have the uh, if you have the space to where you can add Dylan and williams i would do it because there's going to be information that probably comes out tonight or tomorrow you know we we got to hear some stuff from the beat writers that cover these teams so um there's always information that comes out that i'm soaking in before my live stream um tomorrow it's going to be one hour and ten minutes before the game start show up for that live stream because i always have more information than i have today and if you ever need some expanded help fantasyfootballhustler.com Go check it out, guys. You can sign up for as little as a dollar. You get It's a website, but it's an app too. So you get an app that you get to download. So you get notifications of all the news as it breaks. All my content goes there. So it's super easy. One-stop shop to where you don't have to fuck with anything except the Patreon app. And if me helping you dominate wasn't enough incentive, the Johnu Smith signed mini helmet giveaway is going on right now. So We got about 300 entries in right now. That's going to be going up and up. Um, The giveaway is going to be happening, I I think, confidently in about two to three weeks. So it's been going on for uh, about a week and a half now, and it should be over very soon. It's all about my YouTube climb to 1,000 subscribers. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube no matter what platform you're on. Go to YouTube and subscribe. Just go ahead and do that right now. It's really going to help me out, and it's going to help the giveaway happen faster. So I'm bringing you so much content there that you're going to love it. Like I I bring the content to Facebook and everything as well, but Facebook is not showing me off anymore. I used to get seen by like tens of thousands of people. I'm getting seen by like hundreds now. So it's like almost a waste of my energy or effort to put in anything to Facebook other than these live streams. So you want to go follow me on YouTube and hit the notifications and trust me. I do not disappoint. I am bringing the heat. I'm helping you with your waiver wire ads. I'm helping you with your starts and sits. I break down every matchup, okay? I'm not just telling you who to start and sit. I break down every single matchup so you know who you should even be thinking about starting, who you should already think is lower on the totem pole, you know, so I'm bringing the heat every week. I'm doing double-digit videos plus three live streams per week. My live streams have been averaging a, a little over two hours now. The one on Thursday lasted three hours. The one last Saturday lasted four and a half hours. I'm dedicating the time. So if you want to show some support for me dedicating the time, fantasyfootballhustler.com, go check it out. I'm going to put it into, I'm going to put it into the chat right now. This is all I do to make, this is literally my only source of income. So you guys know, is the people who sign up on my Patreon. I got laid off due to COVID, and I'm literally going to spend all my time and energy and effort here to build this up because this I'd rather make this my business than some work for some other bullshit job. So go hit it up, fantasyfootballhustler.com. Hey, Yadvir. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Should I drop Ayuk for Edelman? Yeah, uh... I don't know. Like this one's kind of tough. Like Edelman doesn't really excite me too much right now. The Patriots in in general don't. I think that Ayuk's upside is a little bit higher than Edelman. Um, you have anybody else at the bottom of your bench who you might be able to drop? Elias, how's it going, bro? Should I try to get rid of Aaron Jones because of his injury? I heard he could. <clears throat> I heard he could get injured easily, and that's what it will take for him to get back to a hundred percent. So. I'm not, I'm not in the business of selling low on Aaron Jones if that's what you're saying. So no, don't try to get rid of him. If you can get a decent trade for him, sure. But he's already question like he could play this week. Like I know he could re-injure it, you know. But I don't think that they're going to push him to play if if he's not close to a hundred percent right now. They did said it's, it's a minor calf strain, so he doesn't have any tears, he doesn't have any pulls or anything like that. But he could get less work. Like that's one thing that he could get. I mean, he could start and he could get less work. So I'm a little nervous about that. But when I say less work, I think less work for like maybe, you know, a game or so. You know, I mean, if it's minor, they don't want, it, they don't want him to injure it. I mean, these guys have Super Bowl aspirations right now. So I would not be looking to trade uh, Aaron Jones low. All right, hold on, guys. Got to refill my water here. Make sure I could keep talking and don't lose my voice. What up, Denise? Fant or Hurst? I'm going Fant. Uh, Detroit, they've been pretty stingy against the tight end. And I, I'd rather go Fant in um, a game that could give up a lot of garbage time points. What up, Taste the Skittles? I started Slayton this week when you said not to. It could ease, it, it could have been a tough matchup, but I had to play him. Thought MT might play. I have T. Higgins, Debo, Keelan Cole, drop Slayton and grab Sterling Shepard. Um, yeah, I would rather have Sterling Shepard than Slayton. Um, I know maybe they caught the defense off guard, but I don't know. Sterling Shepard's just He just seems to be more talented than Slayton. And even preseason, Sterling Shepard, to me, was like the guy to own. And the only reason why he's not the guy to own now is because he got hurt. So, um, And now he's back, and he he looks like he's back at full potential. Um, T. Higgins would be the guy that I'd be playing um, if Michael Thomas doesn't play. Um, Well, I mean, obviously, he's not playing. So T Higgins, I mean, I would have started him over Slayton. But what are you, uh, what are you asking here? Are you asking who you should start? All right, Eric, Eric Figueroa. I'll shout you out again because you might you might not be on the live stream right now, but I appreciate you signing up on the website. And you you didn't just sign up on the lowest $1 tier. You are the man. Signed up on a higher tier. I appreciate that. Got to boss up for those extra entries. Um, hopefully you message when you get back on uh, the live stream here. But, yep, just got a, a bunch of entries into the New Smith signed mini helmet. And, man, we are going to dominate. We're going for gold, baby. We are going for it. Let's get that hardware. Oh, wait. Uh, Yadvir asked, should I drop Ayuk for Kirk? Yes, I would drop Ayuk for Kirk. I think Kirk should be started this week. So, yeah, I I, I would drop Ayuk for Kirk. Nice. Devon pulled that trade off. So now my running backs are Derrick Henry, Todd Gurley, James Conner, Ronald Jones, Chubb, Edmonds. Henderson. Well, yep. You got a lot of good options now. And I mean, uh, Derek Henry and Connor, I mean, those would be the, uh, the starts for me usually by default, you know, depending on matchup, but yeah, Todd Gurley would make me nervous having him as my number two and yeah. Henderson also. Yadvir says, should I start Edelman or Kirk or AP PPR? I'm starting Kirk this week over all of these options. Yep. Starting Kirk over all these options, bud. Caleb says, thank you for your time, bro. My tight ends are Fant and cook. Since the saints lose both top receivers, does cook become a top 10 tight end? Now, um, cook definitely has top 10 potential. The way that you crack the top 10 tight end is by getting a touchdown. I think that I like option. I like fans opportunity to get a touchdown more than cook. Now, Last time Michael, uh, Michael Thomas was out and Cook was on the field and he was healthy, he got completely shut out. He did worse when Michael Thomas was off the field than when Michael Thomas was on the field. So, yeah, I, I'd be nervous and I would start fan. Yo, what up, bro? Eric, you put in work. I appreciate that and respect it. And nice, you're on YouTube now. Thanks for signing up, bro. I really appreciate it. You got those entries into the John New Sign Smith uh, helmet. And bro, we're going to kill it. And I appreciate you because uh, I know that there's some people who maybe they don't feel like they want to pay for fantasy football advice. But if nothing else, you're like literally supporting me. You know, like that's, that's a way to think about this. You know, whether you need my advice 100% or you just want it, like you're literally supporting me building a business around fantasy football advice and saying like fuck you to all these stupid ass corporations that don't give two shits about us. So, I'm betting on myself doing this right now. I'm not going to getting some bullshit job. I'm not even getting unemployment yet. I've literally been waiting for unemployment for like 6 months and I got approved like 4 months ago and I'm still literally waiting to be able to get this money. So, I got, <laughs> I I'm literally going balls to the wall and spending more money that I really that I don't have to put into myself and bet on myself. So that's something I can give anybody advice on. Sign up on my website. We'll chat it up. But yeah, like fuck all these stupid companies that don't give two shits about us and uh, bet on yourself. Twenty twenty is the time to bet on yourself. Hey, what up, Noah? Justin Jackson or Williams if Jones doesn't play? Justin Jackson, because I think Dylan is the guy to play. if uh, I think Dylan's the guy to play over Williams if Jones doesn't play. Yep, Eric. Hell yeah, bro. I appreciate you signing up. You are the man. You are the man, brother. Oh, Taste the Skittles said, who should I drop? Out of T. Higgins, Debo, Keelan Cole. I would um, – I mean, if you could drop Keelan Cole, that, that's who I'd drop. I think I would rather have Slayton over Keelan Cole. I know Keelan Cole could have some fluky-like game this week, but I, I really – I don't see him having an impact like he had last week. Last week was fluky to me. What up, Braxton? If he if he doesn't, should I drop Bell and pick up Montgomery? What? Oh, is Jones playing? Okay, and if he doesn't, should I drop – Drop Bell and pick up Montgomery, Justin Jackson, Gio Bernard or McKinnon. Shit, like man, you got uh Bell's the person at the end of your at the end of your bench because I would much rather drop somebody else if I can. I mean, I'd want to hold Bell just to see how he gets used this week before I decide. But um I like Justin Jackson over all of these options that you got here. <clears throat> Montgomery's got a tough matchup. Bernard's got a tough matchup. McKinnon's got a middle of the road matchup and Justin Jackson's got a boss matchup. So, um, but I wouldn't drop bell. I would be trying to drop somebody else if I could. And Eric, what up, bro? Would you start locking the super flex over Bernard Deontay Johnson, Le'Veon Bell? Yes, I would. Um, and I answered this earlier too, cause I remember this question, but, uh, that, sorry, there was like a 20 minute wait time earlier. Cause so many questions came in. Um, I think that I would start Locke over Deontay Johnson. I wouldn't want to start Bernard here. I wouldn't want to start Le'Veon if I don't have to. Um, I I would start Locke, and I would just – I I assume that the Chiefs are going to go up early, and they're going to get a lead, and that Denver is going to be playing from behind, and that Locke is going to be forced to throw a lot in this game. And now you got Fant back. you got K.J. Hamler coming back. So I, I was talking about Tim Patrick being like a sneaky play. I think he's a decent play, but we all know that Noah Fant is Drew Locke's favorite, um, favorite player and favorite toy to play with. So, um, yeah, I, I would really lean on Drew Locke and just assuming that they're going to go down to the Chiefs and they're going to have to throw to keep pace. What up, Brazen Brady? A guy that's one and five in my league dropped Edelman for AB last night. I'm like, all right, dog. <laughs> I mean, Edelman is someone right now that I think is kind of borderline droppable. So if Edel- if Edelman was never going to play for my team, I'll pick up A- A- Antonio Brown. Like that's the way that I think of it. Like when I'm thinking about should I drop someone to risk on Antonio Brown, I just try to think like out of all the wide receivers that I have, is this wide receiver ever going to fucking play for me? Are they ever going to play one game for me? Like ever. If I'm leaning on the no side, why not drop him? Why not take a shot on Antonio Brown? Because if he doesn't do anything worth it, I'll just drop him later too. And Edelman, he's almost even worth not picking up. Like go look at his stats. Like I, it's it's not looking good. And Cam, like other than that one game where um, Nikhil Harry and Edelman at 10 targets, they're just not getting a lot of targets from Cam. Patriots are broken right now. What up, Devon? I couldn't get the waiver for Gronk or Cook, so I'm stuck with Hurst with Andrew on by. Ouch. Yep, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, tight ends are kind of a wasteland. That who, el- who else is out there, you know, besides uh, Hurst? Because uh, I don't know. I, I'm just – I'm not feeling the Hurst. Um, like, game this – I'm just not feeling it. Like, um, yeah, Detroit. I mean, they're literally, like I, – I mean – I guess it could be the matchups that they're playing with Detroit. I mean, um, they played Chicago, Green Bay, Arizona, New Orleans, who has Jared Cook, uh, and Jacksonville. So, I mean, outside of New Orleans, I mean, Jimmy Graham, I, I him, and then I don't even think uh, Tunyon. He was a little bit of a thing back then, but um, I don't know. May, maybe Detroit, maybe they just haven't played the best matchups, but – three out of the five weeks that they've played they've given up a bottom five performance to the tight end and their other two performances were just a mid-level tight end not even a tight end one so i would be looking to sit hearst if i could and i would take a dart throw somewhere else um and not do a hearst what up, Yadvir? Will AB be the most targeted wide receiver in Tampa? I don't think so. I think it's going to get spread around pretty evenly. But uh, I don't think that AB will be the most targeted wide receiver in Tampa. I think Godwin will be, will still get more targets than AB. And I think AB, and, um, AB might get more targets on the game-to-game basis than Mike Evans. But nobody's going to be able to get double teamed anymore now. So I think all three guys will eat no matter what. What up, Oliver? I asked this earlier, but I was wondering again: Derrick Henry, Kyler, and Robert Woods or Montgomery for Deshaun Watson, Ridley, and Carson? Yeah, I would. Uh, I would. I would do that. Or wait, did this change a little bit? Wait, hold on. Kyler and Woods or Montgomery. So I, I like the trade of what you said because I think you. Yeah. I, I think you said you were going to trade Kyler away with someone else and get um, get Ridley back or something. Uh, Yeah, just ask ask me again. I, I uh, I'm on 420 out right now, so I'm reading this and I can't uh, I can't process it the right way. So ask me just exactly what the trade should be, and uh, I'll I'll let you know I'll let you know yes or no. But I'm a numbers guy. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm not illiterate or anything. I can read, but um. I, I just, I'm not processing exactly what you're asking here. What up, Brazen Brady? Would you stream Fells if uh, Tunyon is out? And when that back pay from unemployment comes, you'll be big cooling. oh, hell yeah, man. Cause, uh, it's going to be back pay from like March. I literally haven't got paid since March. So yeah, it's going to be a fat amount of back pay. And, uh, you know, what one of those first purchases is going to be, we're going to be putting something in the air, getting a nice little piece and upgrading shit. Should have been upgraded a long time ago. And, uh, would I stream fells if Tunyon is out. Yeah, I, I would stream fells. Uh, fells, I think has a good shot at, uh, at a touchdown. And if you get a touchdown as a wide receiver, you're automatically a tight end one. So Fels going up against the Packers, the Packers they have Jair Alexander, maybe they slow down, you know, someone like Fuller, just a tiny little bit. And Fels is, he's always end up getting wide open and Deshaun's is always hitting him for these wide open like plays where he gets for like 30 or 40 yards. And he literally just needs one of those to be a tight end one. So yeah, Fels, you could do a lot worse as a streamer. What up Eric? Yeah, true, that makes sense. I asked that earlier, but I was on my break. Hey, no worries, bro. Uh yeah, cuz I I know earlier it got a, it got a little wild. Um it, yeah, people were waiting, I know, like 20 minutes or so. Um so yeah, it got a little crazy. Drop Bernard for Antonio Locke. Um for Antonio Brown, that's what you're saying? Um uh, yeah, yeah. Drop Gio for Antonio Brown. Yeah, if you don't need to play Gio this week, just drop him for Antonio Brown. If you need to play Gio, that makes it a little tougher. But I'd rather have Antonio Brown and, you know, get get in on him before he's something. Um, Gio, I mean, you're literally playing him this week and Mixon's probably going to be back next week, so. I uh, brazen Brady. I'm just making fun of him for being one in five and not having much of a chance. Oh man. Yeah. Edelman's a good name. Uh, what good uh, one good game was against me. Fuck. Well, that sucks. <laughs> That's the kind of luck that I swear that I have in some of my leagues. Cause man, there's just some of my leagues where I'm like one of the highest scoring teams but you know how those fluky games go where someone just had someone on their team who fucking balled out like, man, there's this one league. I'm in a 16 man. Um, I'm in a 16 man league and I'm like second scoring in points and I'm fucking like two and four like right now. Cause everybody's just putting up like their random best game. And of course I go up against Kirk cousins when he had that stupid ass game. And like, literally it's in a league where you get so much points for the QB that that tipped the scales. So Yeah, man, um, I feel your pain. (laughs) What up, Nick? How's it going, bro? Start Gibson, Amari Cooper, Cup, or CEH at the flex. So I'm leaning on Gibson or CEH. I'm going CEH again. Like, I don't think Bell is really going to cut into his workload to where it makes a difference, you know, at all. So, I mean, I'm going CEH, but Gibson. I really love Gibson this week. I love his matchup, but I'm, I'm going CEH over Gibson. But I'm trying to get Gibson into as many lineups as I have, especially DFS lineups. Going up against the Cowboys, man, it is a surefire sign of success. What up, Alex? Hey, thanks, bro, for your advice. I'll be signing up on your website soon as soon as this check hits. I appreciate it, bro. Uh, I appreciate anybody who signs up for anybody new out there right now. It, it, you're signing up for the advice, but you're signing up, you know, a lot. You're supporting me. You know, that's the way you got to think of it. And I'm going to support you by helping you dominate your leagues at every aspect of it. Now is literally the best time to sign up because we got the signed John U. Smith mini helmet giveaway being brought to you by our boys over at Modern Memorabilia. We're going to have a lot of giveaways going on. For my 420 peeps, we're going to be giving away a Tommy Chong sketch of a joint um he was doing a bunch of signings with my buddy and signing a bunch of things and one of the things he was just doodling while he was smoking in between, uh, in between signing a bunch of swag, so modern memorabilia, they get people to come out, um, they fly them out there, and they get them to do just fat autograph sessions where these people get put to work to where they're signing like three, you know, hundreds of things. And so one of the things that's in his personal collection is a signed Tommy Chong sketch of a joint. Um, it looks super cool, and he's donating that from his personal um, personal collection as a giveaway we're going to be announcing that in a couple in a couple weeks um he said he's going to send it to me i want to get you know more people signed up for the john new smith helmet but um yeah that's going to be another cool giveaway that we're doing soon what up mike do you think i should trade for chubb and if so who it all depends on how much that um, that manager values Chubb. So what I always tell people, so go sign up on my website, man, I'm telling you, I will help you dominate these trades, but it's hard to answer them in a vacuum like this because I gotta know how, va- I have to see that team to be able to know how valuable it is. And I, I can't take the time to do that on these live streams. But the way that it works is you go, it, you go to my website, You get signed up and then we're going to be literally DMing. You're going to send me screenshots, you know, of of these teams, send me screenshots of your teams. I'm going to be able to analyze this as if it was my own team and tell you what I would do and who I would go after and who holds value here, who holds value there. And let's see what we could do. So let's go ahead and do that. Let's uh, just go get signed up. Trust me, sign up on any tier higher than the $1 tier. I will devote so much time to you. Trust me. That's what I help people do is dominate. And Jason, thank you, bro. Jason Quinn just signed up. I appreciate you, bro. Really appreciate the support. Uh, Hopefully you leave a message when you come back in the live stream because I'm sure you're on the website still. Devon, Logan Thomas and Gerald Everett are the only two relevant streamers on the waiver. I'm going Logan Thomas against the Cowboys. Cowboys are making streamers look like starters. So Out of these two guys, I'm going Logan Thomas, and I'm playing that matchup. What up, Kenny? How's it going, bro? Standard PPR, Gurley, Mike Thomas, James Robinson, or CEH, pick three. CEH is in. Mike Davis is in. Then it comes down to Gurley or James Robinson. Hold on one second. Let me check something really quick. checking one thing. Since we don't have too many questions, and I'm just checking one thing here real quick. I'm seeing who statistically has the better matchup. That's what I'm looking at here. And statistically, it's going to be girly. Just when I'm looking at the other teams here, I'm going girly. So I'm going girly, I'm going Mike Davis, and I'm going CEH. Thanks for your question, bro. Thanks for joining in on the live stream. We're almost at three hours on the live stream. So I'm going to knock out these questions real quick and uh, get ready. Another 420 break. So get ready to light it up, guys. I'm giving you the heads up right now. Let's get it in. <laughs> Devon, hell yeah. Cheech and Chong over anything, man. I, I'm super stoked. He knows. He knows that I'm a big time smoker. He already knows that. He lives in Colorado, and he's like, man. He was like, he's like, my all my California friends be talking shit about the weed that I <laughs> that I bring to the table when they come out here. So he's not a big uh, smoker, but you know, he's from California. We went to high school together. But, um, yeah, he wants to donate this for the giveaway. I was super stoked, and I'm jealous that I can't even be in some of these giveaways right now. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's good times. I'm, I'm excited, man. Uh, Modern Memorabilia, they are looking after me. They're, they said they're going to make sure that uh, I do more giveaways than pretty much anybody in the fantasy football space, and that includes the fantasy footballers. Oh, wait, where were we? What up, Yad- Yadvir? Will AB be a 30-point player this year? Uh, so I don't know you're in PPR. So um, I mean, got to think about it. I mean, it's not that hard to get to 13 points. Is he going to average that every game? That's a little tough because I think that it's going to be a little bit of give and take with everybody. And I think that a B he's going to have to get in where you fit in. And Chris Godwin, he's the number one. Mike Evans is the number two. Mike Evans is the number one in the red zone. So I think that a B is going to have to really come in and prove that he deserves all that. It's been a little while since he played. I'm stu- I'm sure he's still in shape, but he's not in football shape right now. That makes a difference. And what's going to happen when he gets smacked by a linebacker, when he's coming across the middle, you know? So, We shall see. And I think that he definitely has the ability to be a 13 point player this year. And I want to pick him up where I can, you know, just to see, but I'm not confident in starting him right away. Like I got to see it. Like I got to see it with my eyes first. I watch every game. I got to see it. I can't just see it show up on the stat sheet without being able to see it with my own eyes. Why he's doing what he's doing. Taste the Skittles. They're saying Joe Mixon's injury is supposed to be more, more serious. Well, I guess we don't really know yet. I mean, I, I when, when news comes, I break it as much as I can. Let me see if anything came out. If you guys see any news or anything come out while I'm on these live streams, just let me know what you guys see. But uh, at this time of the day, I mean, it's like, almost six o'clock Eastern time. I mean, usually we're not going to hear anything as of like right now. I mean, a little later, shit will be going down. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm nervous about mixing, but I, we got to hear some more news. That's what we got to hear. Tomorrow, for sure, we're going to hear more news. What up, Oliver? Derek Henry, Kyler Montgomery for Chris Carson, Ridley and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I would I would do that. I know you're getting rid of Henry, but Chris Carson to Henry, I mean the drop off isn't that 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 dramatic. I mean Carson's still a, a running back one. Derek Henry's just like a top three guy. Uh, Kyler for Watson, I mean that's pretty that's pretty even to me. And Montgomery, I mean with the other running backs that you mentioned earlier, like yeah, it's not really that big of a loss. And then Ridley. Um, I know you said you needed more wide receiver help so having Ridley that uh, that's a really nice uh that's a nice trade. Andrew what up from YouTube? Brandon Cooks or Claypool man I am I'm literally deciding from this in my own league right now um it's tough cuz last week and even coming up to this week I'm saying that Brandon Cooks and and Claypool are both they're pretty much must-starts to me, the way that they've been getting utilized. I still think that I would rather play Claypool over Brandon Cooks, but I, I really like both matchups this week. Um, but I think Claypool just has more TD upside than almost anybody in the league. I mean, they're giving him goal-to-go rushes, so I mean, that's something that um, just does not really happen. What up, Steve? Scared about... Uh, Alexander QB lockdown on Fuller, start or not Fuller. Okay. So this is something that I'm very torn on because yeah, Jair Alexander, he's one of the top cornerbacks in the league and he is shutting people down. The one thing that I'll say about Will Fuller, he's one of the fastest guys in the league. And the way that Deshaun Watson uses him, it's not in the short, intermediate game to where you know it's a three-step drop throw it's a five-step drop throw like it's not really happening like that like Deshaun Watson when he does the best with Fuller it's usually about bringing him a little extra time and Fuller I feel can beat the best cornerbacks in the leagues no matter what so I guess I'm pumping the brakes on like I don't think he's like a top five wide receiver like he was last week or whatever he was really close to it, you know. But I still think he he has wide receiver, one upside, definitely has upside for top 12, you know, in every single game. I don't care who he's going up against just because of the way their offense runs. And Texans are going to be playing from behind. You know, the last time that Aaron Rodgers was on the field, they got shit on by Tom Brady and that defense. So I think Rodgers is going to come out throwing, going to come out slinging, and the Texans are going to go down early. And they're going to have to, you know, throw a lot to keep pace. So I'm nervous about it to a certain extent, but I'm not sitting fuller for random free agents. I'm not doing that. What up, Devon? So what time do you get on the live stream on Sundays? Because I'm going to tune in tomorrow. It happens one hour and 10 minutes before game time start. So for me in California, that's 8.50 a.m. East Coast. That's 11.50 a.m. So I I try to do it like a lot of people, they start theirs like right on the dot at 12 o'clock or you know, whatever. So I'm trying to beat everybody by 10 minutes. That's why I start, you know, at the one hour and 10 minutes before. Kenny Green, what up? Great advice, Pimpin. Just subbed. I appreciate you, bro. One more question. Debo, Traquan Smith, OBJ, Mike Williams. Mike Williams, this week for me, I'm starting Mike Williams over a lot of guys who a lot of people think he shouldn't be started over. Debo, tough matchup. Patriots always try to scheme out. You know, guys like him, I'm sure they're going to focus on scheming out George Kittle even more. But I bet Debo gets a little bit of a brunt of that. OBJ, he ain't going up against the Cowboys this week. So he makes me a little bit nervous. On uh, getting into the end zone. Traquan Smith, he makes me nervous as of right now. If one or two of those Carolina cornerbacks don't play, then I'm more inclined to play him. But Mike Williams, he literally has three TD upside. He got two touchdowns the last time we saw him on the field, one in the short game, one in the long game. I feel that Herbert and Williams, they are going to be one of the best TD wide receiver combos in the league. And Anybody who picked up Herbert on waivers, that's going to take you to the playoffs. Anybody who picked up Mike Williams off waivers, that is going to take you to the playoffs. They have a really great connection. As long as he stays healthy, you have to start him nearly every week. What up, Richard? Standard. I give up Claypool and Geo. I receive D. Adams. I think I would do it. I mean... Claypool, he has a crazy amount of upside to me. But Geo, I'm sure you just picked him up like right now or anything. So I I think that's a great upgrade. Um, I think that's a great upgrade, and I would do it. What up, Gary from Facebook? Edelman, Ayuk, McKissick, Tim, Patrick. Pick one. It's five point point five PPR. Okay, well – I think that McKissick gets the most receptions at all these guys (laughs) uh, because McKissick's been, uh, he's averaged six receptions a game over the last two games. Tim Patrick, so Noah Fant is back. KJ Hamler is in. Tim Patrick makes me a little bit nervous now. He was someone that I said is a sneaky play, but I'm a little bit nervous just because of all the, everybody that they got coming back. But still between McKissick and Patrick, and I feel like I think that I'm going to lean on the upside of Patrick. I feel like him and McKissick have similar floors, so I'm going to lean on the upside of Patrick. What up, David? Don't know what to make of the Chargers activating running back. uh, Troy Main Pope from the practice squad today. Retweet from Matthew Berry. Oh, well, that's not good. That's not good. Uh, I'll I'll say that much. That is not good. Uh, Justin Jackson might be more of a game-time decision now, so... Thanks for uh, letting me know because I'm not monitoring anything on Twitter right now. But, uh, yeah, just seeing if there's any other news that came in. Yeah, thanks, David, for letting me know. So, yeah, that does not look good for uh, Justin Jackson for this week. Richard, what up? Will Edmonds eventually take over for Drake? I don't think so. Nothing that's happening right now is leading me to believe that Edmonds will take over for Drake unless an injury happens. Drake is getting 75% of the work compared to Edmonds, who's getting 25% of the work. If we could literally break it down to a hundred percent, who's getting how much, but and it's probably even more than that. I mean, but Drake is getting like 20 touches a week to Edmonds getting five. So that, that's just what we got to remember. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So what's that? That's even, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm blanking on my numbers here, but um, yeah, Ed, Drake twenty touches a game, Edmonds five touches a game. So nothing is leading me to believe that Edmonds is going to take over at all. What up, Manny? I have Evans, Godwin, and Antonio Brown. Which receiver should I trade? Well, really, I would. I guess I would try to trade whoever has more value to somebody else. Does anybody overvalue? anybody any one of these players because it's all about getting value i mean to me the lowest on the totem pole is antonio brown so i'd be trying to trade him but i know in some leagues there's people who are like oh i'm not touching antonio brown with the 10-foot pole um in another league there's someone who was offered three players for antonio brown so it literally all depends on your league but that's why you want to get signed up on my website fantasy football hustler Dot com Sign up on any tier that's higher than the $1 tier. I will help you figure out what's the best value that you can get for your players. Cause it's not what I think the value is. It's not what you think the value is. It's what your league mates think the value is. So we got to find out who's valuable to who and why. And then that's how we jump on it. Okay. We got to find the vulnerabilities and that's how we jump on it. And I help you do that. It's all psychology. And it's all up here. It's all between the ears. And it's not about, should I trade this player for this player? It's about manager. The manager is who you need to figure out who to trade with, okay? And that's what I help you figure out. What up, Chase, from YouTube? Who do I start, Justin Jacksons or Jones with the calf injury if he plays? So I think you need to be ready to pivot from both of these guys. Jones, kind of a 50-50 shot on him playing. Justin Jackson as Kruster. My buddy Kruster just told us right now the Chargers activated Tremaine Pope from the practice squad today. That was breaking news from Matthew Berry. So that's something that we need to monitor. As of right now, Justin Jackson is 50-50 in my eyes of even playing. So it's something that we got to be very, very worried about and you must be ready to pivot right now. So I would go get A.J. Dillon and, and someone else potentially, but you got to be ready to pivot. Inceptivist one. What up, bro? Trademark Andrews and Adrian Peterson for Darren Waller and Antonio Gibson. I would, because I don't want Peterson on my team at all. I would much rather have um, Gibson over free over Peterson and Mark Andrews and Darren Waller. They literally both have the same floor, which is very low and they all have the same and they both have the same ceiling, which is very high. Or should I switch AP? Or Devonta Freeman. Um, well, who are you trading away? So let, let's just answer me that. Are you trading Mark Andrews away? Or are you trading Darren Waller and Antonio Gibson away? Leave, leave it in the chat so I can give you a more accurate answer since there's not too many questions up. Hey, what up? Uh, how do I say that? Kit? Kit, how's it going? Uh, T. Higgins or Cooper Cup? I'm going T. Higgins. Cooper Cup. I'm trying to sit everywhere that I can, so... Oh, what up, Kruster? Okay, Kruster said Saw Pope was also active in week six. Okay, thanks for that clarification. Okay, so that doesn't make me as nervous as it did before. I wasn't able to do any research. I only went off of what you told me. So um, that, that makes me feel a little bit better about Justin Jackson. And uh, you're going to make me take a 420 break even sooner, Kruster. <laughs> I know you're all over the news, man. You're just like me. I love it. Raisin Brady, what up? McKissick, basically Washington's wide receiver, too. <laughs> Hell yeah, he is. He is getting more work than everybody other than Terry McLaurin. Literally. Like he's getting more targets than uh Logan Thomas, who's the second in my eyes, and he's definitely getting more than Inman and Stevie Smith Jr. So yeah, that's for sure. Okay, so you're trading Andrews and AP. So yeah, I, I would trade. Andrew's an AP for Waller and Gibson, if you can make that happen. Um, what I try to teach people how to do is how to not make such an even trade. Like Usually with a trade like this, tight end running back for a tight end running back, there's literally like one side who wins in people's eyes. I, I would rather make the trade where I'm trading like, I, I mean, I know you need a tight end this week because Andrew's is out, but I would be trying to trade like, Andrews and Peterson for like Waller and a wide receiver, you know, or like something like that. Something that really increases the value of the team. I really like the Waller Antonio Gibson side, so I would do that, you know, either way if you can. What up, brother? How's it going, Kiet? Thanks for joining in. Anybody not subscribed on YouTube, make sure you go subscribe on YouTube right now because the Johnu Smith signed helmet, that's what's uh it's all about YouTube and it's all about my climb to a thousand. So let me see where we're at right now. But we're jumping up, up and up and up. We're at four twenty-eight. So we already passed four twenty. So that happened on the live streamer. I would have done a four twenty bowler dab uh, in lieu of that. What up, Devon? Let's go. Pats activated Dave Andrews to start on the O line. That's going to help Cam out a lot. Well, nice. Yeah, we need that because uh, Cam has been very bad. Um, They're asking him to do a lot, and he's just not that guy anymore. Oh, hold on. Wifey texted. Got to text the wifey. All right. Happy wife, happy life, right? All right, Kit, Hawkinson, or Jared Cook this week. Okay, you got to go Hawkinson. Hawkinson is my start of the week at tight end. They're literally going up against a team that gives up the most points to the tight end position. So let's double down on that. He's the number two in that offense, right behind Kenny Galladay. Marvin Jones is an afterthought. Literally everyone else is an afterthought roll hawkinson and don't think twice about it this week what up chris thanks for joining back in brother maddie ice or justin herbert this week i know i'm gonna sound crazy but i'm going justin herbert i'm i'm doubling down on him the way that he has been looking he has been money in the bank i know that maddie ice has been too when everybody's on the field but i think herbert has literally top three potential every single week, the way that he's slinging it down the field. Like uh, there's just, there's, there's no quarterback in the league right now, other than like maybe Patrick Mahomes, who I think is more confident going down the field with more accuracy than Herbert. Like, I know that that's tooting his horn a lot, but I've watched, I I watch every single game. Don't forget about that. I watch every single game of NFL football. I was the one who was telling people to go pick up Herbert after his very first game against the chiefs because of the way that he looked and he's literally done nothing but prove me right. Every step of the way, these are both great matchups. You don't lose either way. Whoever you pick is going to be a good game, but I'm leaning Herbert. Devon, thanks, bro. Just followed you on Twitter, too, by the way. I appreciate that. I'm trying to get my numbers up everywhere. I interact um, on social media a little bit different everywhere. But Twitter, I'm always active. And that's where I'm putting out my my thoughts, you know, more than anything. When shit happens in a game or whatever, like Twitter is usually the place that I'm um, that I'm putting stuff because I get more interaction from fantasy football Twitter with stuff than I do just posting on Facebook or whatever, you know, just about my thoughts of what's happening in the game. So yeah, you will like me on Twitter, that's for sure. What's up, Kat? You just said Cam is bad. Should I trade, should I start Teddy Bridgewater instead? Lost Dak this season and all QPs are gone. Subscribing. I appreciate it, bro. Thanks for subscribing. So Cam, he's not the best start this week. I'll tell you that much. Going up against the 49ers, um, let me see here where the 49ers kind of rank, uh, amongst, uh, giving up points to the QB. So 49ers, they're, they're not that bad of a start, you know, uh, they're kind of middle of the road when it comes to points given up to the QB, like literally just a notch above middle of the road. So not a horrible matchup, you know, necessarily, but where cam makes a lot of his money is on the ground and against the run. 49ers, they are bottom four as far as, like, points given up to, to the running backs. And so I when I equate Cam as a running back, you know, it, to a certain extent because a lot of his game is based on him being able to run the ball. So just like Denver last week, he, he was middle of the road. I think he was QB – what was QB 14 last week, you know? So, I mean, not – not not lighting the world on fire like that's really what this is about and I think I would rather have Teddy Bridgewater over Cam this week I mean I know that Saints they got some of their players back they got Marshawn Lattimore back I think uh Janoris Jenkins is coming back but I think I'm leaning on the side of Cam not having weapons Cam needing to do too much you know and I like the way that they've been using Teddy Bridgewater and Teddy Bridgewater gets a bunch of jump offs to Mike Davis, like that's free money right there, you know. And I think that that's going to happen a lot versus the Saints because the Saints are pretty stout against the run, so I think they're just going to have to throw it on them more. So yeah, I would start Bridgewater over Cam. What up, Chris? Need two wide receivers, Ridley, Amari Cooper, Robert Woods, Godwin, Robbie Anderson. Okay, so out of all these guys, Ridley's going to be number one um, for sure. Ridley's in. Everybody else has a bad matchup here. Everybody else, in my opinion, has a bad matchup here. Um, I think that I would lean... I'm um, I'm leaning right now. So Woods, he's out out of all these. I mean, we're talking top wide receivers, you know, at this point. So I mean, I'm just going to eliminate process of elimination. I put Robert Woods down. He's got really one of the toughest matchups. Amari Cooper, he's got a very 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 tough matchup. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna push him aside. Um, so it really comes down to Godwin or Robbie Anderson. I think I, I think I'm going Godwin. Robbie Anderson may have more volume, but I don't think that obviously one big Robbie Anderson is like a safer play. I feel, I mean, one big, one big touchdown can save his game. I just think Godwin gets more volume and that's the side where I want to lean in this. I mean, Robbie is pretty safe because of the volume that he's been getting, but I don't know if this is going to be a big Robbie Anderson game, so. Uh, Devon says, I hope the Panthers take a big shit on the Saints. <laughs> we shall see. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game between the two. I think that because the Saints, they're going to do enough to, just to put the points on the board. I know they got Michael Thomas down, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things to where I, I, I hope that it's a, it's a big-scoring game because we love it. And Mr. RJ Card says Robbie over Godwin all day, and seeing that that that's where I'm torn because I feel like Robbie is the safer play. I just feel like Godwin has a little bit more upside. I don't think that this is one of those Robbie Anderson over a hundred yard games with you know ten plus targets. I don't think this is that matchup that it uh, that it happens. You know who's going to be a sneaky play this week is going to be Ian Thomas. <laughs> that's someone who's going to be super sneaky because it's Atlanta and it's the Saints that are giving up the most points right now to the tight end spot. So, like, this is going to be Ian Thomas's best game of the season. Um, he literally just has to—he uh, literally just has to score a touchdown and get three receptions, and that's the biggest game of his season. So, <laughs> not hard for that feat. But uh, I think Ian Thomas is going to be one of those sneaky uh, tight end starts that ends up getting uh, in the end zone. If you get in the end zone, you're like a tight end uh, tight end top 12, you know, for the week. What up, Dev- Devon? I hope also that you boss up and make this a career and take big shit on all these corporations that treat their workers like shit. Hell yeah, bro. And it doesn't matter. I already know that I'm going to make this into a career like uh, – I do good enough in sales that right now I'm selling myself and, you know, the, all the good feedback that I've been getting from guys like you and, you know, everywhere else that I've been getting. I mean, that's what's helping me make this a career. All these calls that I'm making, you know, it's helping me make a career. And, you watch this off season. Big things are going to happen. I'm going to be interviewing some big people. I already know it's going to happen. I'm willing it into existence. It's going to happen. I met Matthew Barry in the past. It's going to be time for me to call out one of those favors that he owes me. Get him on the podcast or something. But you watch big things are on the rise and this is going to be my career. What up, Steve? Mike Williams or Godwin? Thanks, bro. Mike Williams, I'm going with it. I love Mike Williams' ceiling over Chris Godwin. Obviously, Chris Godwin is going to be getting a little bit more volume, but I'm doubling down on Mike Williams, and it is what it is. got to get Mike Williams in there. He is going to kill it against the Jaguars. Mr. RJ Cards, what up, bro? Higher scoring game between the Saints and the Panthers. Robbie is number one wide receiver on Carolina. Okay, here we go. Breaking news Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones said he was confident he could play through the calf strain in Houston, but Packers aren't expected to push him. The plan is for Jones not to play versus the Texans. Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon will have increased roles, and Dexter Williams was called up for depth. Yep, there we go. Devon shouted out too. There we go. Yep. So Jones. You got to plan on him not playing, so he's expected not to play. Why would they push him? There's no reason to push him. I like A.J. Dillon. I know everybody, um, the the first thought is get Jamal Williams because he's number two in that pecking order. He's number two because Aaron Jones is number one. This is going to be an A.J. Dillon game. A.J. Dillon is the guy that I think you got to go get. And on that note, there is no questions in here right now, so it is time to smoke. For me, it's three nineteen right now. Who's in? Who's in the Mountain Standard Time right now? Because uh, it's about to be. It's four twenty for everybody in Mountain Standard Time. <coughs> what up, Devon? I'm in the east, Brody. So 420 was a couple hours ago for you, bro. But uh, thanks for joining in. I'm on the west coast, California, San Diego to be exact. And a couple more questions came in. Uh, Don't worry, I'm going to get to those in one second. Let me just take my little 420 break here because we're going three hours. We're three hours and 20 minutes deep into this. I spend more hours doing live streams than anybody in this industry. There is not one fantasy football analyst expert. I don't care how little. I don't care how small. None of them spend as much time as I do doing live streams per week. does not happen. I'm doing it for you guys, 100% free. The only way that I'm getting paid for this is by signing up on my website, signing up on Patreon. So do me that favor. Go sign up. FantasyFootballHustler.com. Help me get my numbers up, guys. I really appreciate it. The more people that sign up, the more people that are going to sign up. So do me that favor. You can sign up for as little as a dollar. You know, you got, you don't got to spend much. What are you going to spend that dollar on? Like, spend it on me. Spend it on someone who's dedicating this much time to the fantasy football community. Okay? Uh, <laughs> One dollar. One dollar. We got four weeks that happen every single week that's literally you paying 25 cents a week to have access to me and really just support my dream i mean that's what you're doing really you're supporting my dream i'm going harder and faster than everybody out there i hustle harder and i hustle faster i hustle so you don't have to that's my motto when you sign up on the website you also get an app that you get to download and you get all the notifications right to an app right on your phone so you can get it just as fast as the Fantasy Life app, as Sleeper, as Yahoo, like literally everything. And most people tell me that I'm faster than a lot of those platforms too. So if nothing else, spending that dollar, you get that. We get one entry into the signed John R. Smith mini helmet and you get all the fantasy news that's going on the entire time so big things i'm gonna help you dominate i wouldn't have so many people signed up right now if i wasn't killing it and i'm gonna continue to kill it and this is my business i'm literally not doing anything else for work other than this that's the devotion that i put in so go ahead and support me fantasyfootballhustler.com i appreciate it guys Let me see. Mr. RJ Cards, Gio Bernard or Robinson from Jacksonville, leaning Bernard and 16 to 20 and uh, 0.5 PPR points. Okay, so um, I guess I'm leaning uh, Geo a tiny little bit in this also. I mean, not by much, though. I mean, Chargers, they've been a little bit stingier, you know, against the run, I guess, compared to the Browns. I mean, but it's not by much. I really don't like either one of these guys' matchups, but I I think I would play Geo over Robinson. I mean, super, super slightly. Uh, Brazen Brady, the green screen makes a fire effect on the smoke. I know, that shit looks cool. The first time I saw it happen, I was like, oh, shit, I got to double down on this. That shit looks dope. <laughs> Clutchful, what up, bro? I'm a little hesitant on starting Robert Woods, so do I pick up Brandon Kirk? Brandon Cooks, Keeling Cole, or Christian Kirk? Man, well, Brandon, Brandon Cooks, for sure. I mean, I would start Brandon Cooks over Robert Woods. I would actually start Christian Kirk over Robert Woods, I really think Christian Kirk and Brandon Cook should be rostered. So if you can somehow pick up both of them, I, I would do that somehow. What up Andrew from, you, from YouTube? Should I trade for Michael Thomas? Cause he's a low value. It all depends on what you have to trade to get him. If you're trading people on your bench that you're not gonna use either way, by all means, go for it. But that's what it all comes down to. It all comes down to the value that uh that you're getting michael thomas for how much you have to give up to get him so more accurate answer go to my website fantasyfootballhustler.com sign up on any tier that's higher than the one dollar tier and i got you man i will help you examine you know this trade and tell you what value wise what is best for you for the season and for this week but there's a lot of things that go into this it's not just player for a player um we got to see where you're strong. We got to see where you're weak. We got to see where he's strong, where he's weak. You know, because maybe he values Michael Thomas to where he's not going to trade him. You know, because he's too high for him. So, just uh, one of those uh, one of those things. A lot of a uh, lot of variables. Brazen Brady in a full PPR. Would you handcuff Jones with Dylan still? That's eight for ninety five. Was a solid performance from an RB Williams. So. <clears throat> There was a solid performance, but it was it was one big run that kind of like made that happen. It's going to be a committee. I just think I want the Dylan side of that committee. This is like a perfect game to see what you got from a running back that you invested a lot of draft capital into. So could I be wrong? Hell yeah. Like could Williams get all the volume? Like hell yeah, it could. But I'm trying to put my mind into the mind of a coach, the mind of a GM. Like they need to see what they paid for. This is literally the perfect game to see what they paid for because the Texans, they aren't that great of a defense. So it's not like you're throwing them out there, exposing them to the Pittsburgh Steelers or anything, that this is the perfect game to see, you know, what he's got. Devon Woods will play just in. Yep, and I always thought that he was going to play. I know he didn't practice on Thursday, and people got really nervous. I just don't like his matchup either way going up against the Bears. I'm nervous about that. What up, Chris? Since Jones isn't playing, should I play Jacobs, Jackson in my flex, or should I drop Jackson and pick up A.J. Dillon? Damn it. Yeah, uh, man. This one's tough because – I'm a little nervous about Jackson being questionable. Um, I mean, I know that we got a little scared thinking that someone got called up off the practice squad, but that was really last week. Both Dylan and Jackson have great matchups. Both guys are in a committee. If you have to make a choice like right now because you can't wait until Sunday, I guess I would rather have A.J. Dillon than Jackson because Jackson just seems like he's going to be a game-time decision. Maybe we won't know something until tomorrow. So if you got to make a decision like right now, I'm going, yeah, just drop Jackson for A.J. Dillon. But I'd be trying to figure out how to drop someone else. What up, Mitchell? What do you think about C.D. Lamb? think about cd lamb and amari cooper i'm 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 down on them especially this week going up against washington who has a really good defense and they're giving up like they're like super bottom of the barrel with points given up to wide receivers so it's not a good matchup if that's what you're talking about for season long i mean i think they're safe those are the only guys that i want to own as the pass catchers like people holding on to Gallup, i think you can drop him what up, Chris? Oh, my other two backs are Hunt and Davis. Yeah, you're not dropping any one of them. Is there a wide receiver You know that you might be able to drop? Um, I would check your matchup. If you're like a super favorite in the matchup, I would drop a kicker, or drop a defense, you know, and you know, do something like that because uh, I don't know. Like Some guys are just valuable, and uh, you just want to have guys like that. Okay, Dub, what up, bro? I'm smoking on some premium Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies right now. Some fire, fire right now. Yeah, the these, I love the Girl Scout cookies. It's so funny. Like, uh, <laughs> funny story. Like, uh, Girl Scout cookies, I mean, everyone knows what they are uh, outside of the weed community, but Girl Scout cookies is a strain. And for a while, people didn't know that Girl Scout cookies was a strain. So there was one time back when I was the 420 hustler and uh, I told someone I gave them their order when I had a big delivery service. And I was like, hey, uh, that the, the, um, I threw in some Girl Scout cookies in there. You're going to love it. Uh, it's brand new. Just hit the scene. And they thought that it was like literal Girl Scout cookies and they got like super bummed. <laughs> Clutch, well, what up, bro? Okay, then would you start Brandon Cooks or Kirk? I would start Brandon Cooks over Kirk. Um, But, yeah, I I really want both of those guys in my lineup if I can afford to. If I'm low on wide receivers anywhere, those are two guys I want to get in there. What up, Rick, from YouTube? If you could pick two, who would you choose? Claypool, Higgins, and Tyreek Hill. I would choose Claypool and Tyreek Hill. Uh, We're talking about this week, I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, I would go Claypool and Tyreek. What up, David? So with the A. Jones news, I want to revisit earlier question of Justin Jackson, Latavius Murray starting and MG3 on the bench in the standard league is Dylan startable or alternative over Murray and Jackson. So as of right. Uh, yeah, I, I think he is. And as of right now, I mean, uh, you know, just, just with that Jackson, I mean, you know, if, I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of Jackson as of right now. I mean, I know you're probably going to be on the live stream tomorrow. So tomorrow I'll have a 100%, you know, for sure answer. If I had to make a choice tonight, I would rather have Dylan over Jackson in my starting lineup if I got to make a choice on Saturday night. Mr. RJ Card says, if he held on to Thomas this long, don't trade him. Lowest value doesn't help your team. So I think he was trying to uh, acquire Thomas is what he was asking. So he, I think he was asking, should he trade for Thomas because he's a buy low target. K-Dub, do you think Antonio Brown will be a weekly starter in fantasy when he's off uh, the suspension? So he is off the suspension now. Um, I think now that it's just about working him into the offense, getting him into football shape. So I think they said the target date is week nine. And right away, I'm going to say no. I I don't think he's going to be a weekly starter right away. Eventually he probably will be. I mean, with all the injuries that are happening, bye weeks, like, I mean – He's going to be a viable flex play, that's for sure. Alligator feed, what up, bro? Nice picture. <laughs> hey Arnold, should I drop Higby for Fells? Well, I think Higby's going to play, but I really don't like his matchup, like at all. Like I think this week I would rather have Fells than Higby. I mean, I don't know if Higby's really worth keeping. Like, yeah, I'd rather have Fells, and if you got no one else to drop, like, yeah, I don't feel bad about dropping Higby for Fells. What up, David? To clarify, Pope was on the active roster week five, will be on the roster week seven for LA Chargers, but not been available on Yahoo. Sorry for the confusion. Okay, well, I guess I'm still nervous about Justin Jackson as of now because we haven't heard anything. Um, you know, where Am Schefter at the end of the night, you know, he always comes out with people who are expected to play and not expected. Like, I, I hope Justin Jackson is one of those people that he talks about. I, I really hope so. Raisin Brady, can't wait to get into that 420 league, bro. Hey, shit, we might have to do the draft on 420 and make it a dynasty draft just to up the ante. Who knows? My wifey is a big 420 person, so I don't know if I can get away with that. But, uh, man, 420 league, it's going to be lit. I know that for sure. What up, James? AJ, Dillon, or Murray? So I think Murray's the safer play. I think Dylan has more ceiling upside to me. If I was the favorite, I'd be starting Murray. If I needed um, a really big play out of this spot, I'd be going A.J. Dillon. (coughs) Because Heath, what's up? Hopefully I pronounced that right. Do I start C.E.H. or Giovanni Bernard this week? I'm going C.E.H. He looked great last week. I don't think Bell eats into his work. Not like that. I'm going C.E.H. What up, Devon? Gurley, A.J. Dillon, Henderson, or Edmonds as my RB2. The trade I made doesn't process until Monday. Okay. So, out of all these guys, I think I'm going A.J. Dillon. I'd I'd rather have the upside there. Uh, Henderson, uh, really tough matchup. Edmonds, he's only getting five, six touches a game. I think Dillon, like, triples that. Uh, Gurley, I He's got to fall if Gurley doesn't get into the end zone, he's kind of just a blah like play and I think that AJ Dillon could be more than a blah play this week. Like I really think that AJ Dillon's going to be the running back to own and yeah, I would uh, I, I would go AJ Dillon. Tuesday. Yeah, I I hate leagues that the that the that the trades don't process right away. In all my leagues I I have commissioner um like there's no vetoes. I hate I hate votes and like with leagues that you've been in with people forever like everyone just vetoes everything so I cut that shit down and now it's just commissioner only vote and I pretty much approve every single trade unless it's obvious collusion and we're in a league where everybody hates each other on the fantasy world you know nobody wants to lose to anybody so nobody wants to give up a better trade but I would strongly recommend that you tell your commissioners to do a commissioner only vote fuck vetoes fuck voting on these trades but the trade should process the same day that makes so much of a difference cuz you can make a trade on saturday and then bam it's there for sunday you know so fuck vetoes get them out of your league if you're a commissioner don't even vote on this like just make it happen like sometimes you have to make the decision as a commissioner take the democracy away cuz sometimes things need to be hap- that things need to happen to improve the league and that this is one that I know improved the league uh, for me because people like having that player. I could make a trade Thursday morning and have the guy there for the Thursday game. You know, that's something that you want you want to have happen. You don't want to wait two or three days. <laughs> Alligator Feed responding to Kazif. He said, um, I would start Bernard be- because of Bell. I'm not amongst uh, that same thinking. I don't think Bell really cuts into that much of CEH's workload. As of right now, CEH was only getting, um, minus this last game where he got a majority of the run, I want to go see what he got on the snaps, and I'm going to go look for that right now. But CEH was only getting like – 65 to like 73% snaps. So Daryl Williams was on all the time. And yeah, even in week six, CEH played 67% of the snaps. So that's why I think that Bell is just not going to cut into that workload. Uh CEH, he's not a hundred percent, you know, workhorse back as far as being on the field every play. So I don't think Bell cuts into that at all. I think Bell Really screws over Daryl Henderson, and I think that Bell really screws over a guy like um, like uh, Robinson uh, potentially. Miko uh, Hardman later, because I think Bell gets lined up in the slot. Devon says Ceh gets into the end zone this week. Watch, I think he does too. I think he does too. They still have, they still have one of the best offenses in football. What up, Mitchell, from YouTube? Would you, Who would you start out of Cooper, Lamb, and Traquan Smith? I think I would rather start Traquan Smith, honestly. Um, I mean, I know it's really tough to sit Cooper and Lamb. I just think that neither Cooper or Lamb is going to be getting a bunch of volume in this game. And even if they do get a bunch of volume, it's not going to be like the best catchable balls because Dalton, he's, he's not amazing or anything. So, I mean, we just got to remember that. Um, for Carolina the, uh, there are two cornerbacks and I, I can't remember the second person's name. And I, so I'm going to go look that up right now. Cause I already had, I did my injury, uh, video going through all the injuries. Let me just go look at that. Eli Apple is one and who's their second Dante Jackson. That's the other guy. Damn it. I could not remember his name. So Eli Apple and Dante Jackson, they're both questionable. If he, either one of those guys don't play, or if both guys don't play, Traquan Smith, I mean, he's not a must-start, but he's going to be going up against cornerbacks that he's going to be able to roast. So, yeah, I, I, I'm leaning on Traquan Smith. What up, Brazen Brady? Starts and sits. 10-team full PPR redraft. Two running backs, two wide receiver, and a flex. Kareem Hunt, Robinson, CEH, Geo, <coughs> Diggs, Godwin, AJ Brown, DJ Chark. I'm going CEH for sure. Going Hunt as my number two. Going Diggs. Gotta roll him. Gotta roll AJ Brown. And I think I would play Godwin over Chark. That's how I'm rolling. What up, Rick? How do you feel about Kittle going up against the Pats with Belichick trying to stop Kittle as much as possible? I am not confident in Kittle, but I just don't know how you sit him. Like, I mean, you're unless you have someone who's like a really viable tight end, which if you have Kittle, you don't more than likely. I'm just rolling him and I'm not going to pick up some stupid, you know, dart throw that may turn into something because Kittle can score a touchdown versus the Pats as easily as some random Joe Schmo can score a touchdown. So I'd rather have Kittle even in a really shitty matchup versus the Patriots. Okay. I already did that one. Oh, can't wait for the 420 league. Did that one, but yep. Worth mentioning twice. What up, TS, from YouTube? Pick two, Justin Jackson, Jarek McKinnon, Brandon Cooks, Deontay Johnson. I need one running back and one flex. So one running back, um, Justin Jackson for me, assuming that he plays, and then one flex. I'm going Brandon Cooks. Cooks have been getting a lot of volume over the last two games. Ever since they got rid of the the coach, uh, I'm leaning on Cooks because McKinnon does have a pretty tough matchup versus the Pats. Oh, I already did that one. Here we go. Brazen Brady, last two weeks, I watched him get called back for CEH, and I'm ready for a 2TD pop-off. It can happen, man. CEH is super fucking talented, man. And, uh, yeah, flags have happened, and he's gotten his his (laughs) – I'm a CEH owner in a bunch of random leagues. So, yeah, that pissed me off when he got that one uh, called back. Mr. RJ cards will Josh Jacobs eclipse 16 fantasy points this week, 0.5 PPR. So I, I know that he has, his, he has his line back all except for Trent Brown. So I'm not, a, I'm not assuming that it's going to be a super huge game for him, but I am assuming that he's going to get four to five receptions. So I think that he does eclipse 16 fantasy points. I don't really play in that many 0.5 PPR, um, leagues, but, uh, I guess I do have Josh Jacobs in a 0.5 PPR league, and I'm hoping he eclipses 16. Uh, I, think it, I think it will be close. Brazen Brady says, we rolling with that. I think the Bucks could really run it up to the point of Fournette is flexible. Maybe, I mean, maybe, especially with getting Antonio Brown, I mean, that opens up, you know, the path for more easy run. Um, Fournette's good at breaking off big runs. I just don't think he's ever going to be the 1A to Ronald Jones being the 1B. So right now, I mean, I think Ronald Jones RB2 flexible for sure. But yeah, I need to see a little bit to know if uh, Fournette can be in that flexible range. And what up, David? Thanks for the Dylan take. Don't want players to get hurt, but kind of fired up by Dylan. Well, I mean, good thing that we know about uh, Aaron Jones is that he's not hurt that bad. He thinks that he can still go. So, I mean, this is just the team being safe knowing that Aaron Jones, if they want to make it to the Super Bowl, Aaron Jones needs to be a part of this team. But, yeah, that's the. Th- I feel so confident about A.J. Dillon because I've been a coach, and I know that if they're – like when I was a, a baseball coach, way back in the day for like 13- and 14-year-old uh, kids, um, there was a couple games where our best player, he was on a high school team also. And so we, we missed having him for a couple games – And that's when you really want to test things out because you know that it's limited and you want to see what you got. They know what they have in Jamal Williams. They know what they have in him. They don't know 100% what they have in A.J. Dillon. They see him balling in practice, but they want to see him ball in a game. Like that's the best feeling in the world for a coach when you have your star player out or one of them and you can put in someone who you want to be a star player, but you just don't know if they have it yet because you've never been able to see it. So I think it's going to be a huge game for AJ Dillon. Everything is lining up that way and Houston, they're giving up a lot of points to the running backs. What up Michael between Higgins and Deontay Johnson right now? So this one's kind of tough. I mean, I'm not in the business of telling people to start Deontay Johnson. He just, he makes me nervous. Okay. Like he makes me nervous as a fantasy owner because of his last two games that he played, but Higgins also doesn't have a good matchup. And I think that I would go with Deontay Johnson and just hope and pray that he gets a full game in because he gets a full game in. he's easily a wide receiver too. I mean, and with wide receiver one upside. So what up, Rick? Would you start Cooper Cup or OBJ this week? Oh, man, this is tough because Cooper Cup, I've really been trying to sit him wherever I can. OBJ, I. if there's one thing that I could say about him, he was the only guy the last time that these teams played each other early in the season who even had an okay game, and it was only a flex game. Like It wasn't a high-end wide receiver two game. Out of these two guys, I like OBJ's chances of breaking off a big play way more than Cooper Cup, so I think I'm going OBJ. I think I'm going OBJ very slightly. Mr. RJ Cards, Antonio Brown won't play till week nine at the earliest. Yeah, I mean, we have to think that. He literally just got signed, so he's not playing this week. There's no way in hell is someone going to be playing in the NFL one week after literally, you know, putting on, you know, the pads like that, that's not going to happen. His body is not going to be in the shape to get that one big hit could literally put him out. So week nine, and I think that that's even a stretch week, week nine, cause that's still only, um, I mean, that's, that's two weeks, that's two weeks. That, that's not that much. That's literally going to be two weeks worth of practice That's less than 10 practices I don't even I, I think week nine is probably even a stretch. Devon pick two wide receiver and two for flex. Julio, Galladay, Godwin, Fuller, Henderson, Edmonds, Gurley. Do I start the four wideouts because I put AJ Dillon in my running back spot with Derrick Henry? I think so. I mean, Henderson, I am not – I know he's he's going to play. He's expected to play. But I'm nervous. Him going up against the Bears. The Bears are super stingy. Uh, Edmonds, Edmonds only getting five, six touches a game. I think I would rather have the upside of any of those wide receivers over Edmonds. And then Gurley, I'm not too high on Gurley at all. I mean, he got those runs <laughs> like – when, when he got the run, it was a lot of the teams that he was going up against and Julio being out and Ridley being banged up. Like, I don't think this is the girly week I would go with all those guys. Julio, Galladay, loved the matchups. Uh, Godwin Fuller, I don't love the matchups, but I'd play them over those running backs for sure. Braxton, what up, bro? Higgins or Chark this week? Okay, so... I'm nervous about Chark this week. The Chargers are going to lock him down with a lot of double teams. And I think that if Chark does not get a touchdown, that he's not really going to be worth starting. And I, I'm nervous about him getting into the end zone. Um, really nervous. Higgins, I don't, I don't know about him getting into the end zone. I mean, they have a tough matchup. I just like Higgins to get more volume. Than Chark gets, at least with catchable balls. You know, I mean, Higgins is getting way more catchable balls than Chark has been getting the last couple of weeks, and Higgins ain't hurt. You know, that's another thing. Chark, uh, I believe he's playing through injury right now. He's not showing up on the injury report or anything, but he's not 100. percent. That's for sure. Uh, so I think I'm rolling. I'm rolling Higgins, and I'm uh, I'm gonna ride that wave because it is nice right now. That's for sure. All right, we're gonna get some water. And I got no questions in right now. So, I mean, we still got a bunch of people in here. Oh, let's see what just came up. David says, I hate asking about this league, (laughs) but I picked up Dylan as soon as the Jones news broke yesterday. So we'll keep this simple. Thanks brother. I appreciate that. Dylan gets in my lineup as the flex bench one Landry, Cole or Lindsay. Um, so this is this is that league that uh, is a super super deep league. I'm assuming, right? Yeah, because uh, if you're starting Cole, Lindsey, and uh, Landry, I mean, yeah, you're deep diving a little bit. Um, hold on one second, David Braxton. Any news on Aaron Jones not uh, playing or not? He's he's not going to play. Packers aren't expect him to go. So uh, yeah. Aaron Jones isn't playing. There's maybe like a 1% chance that he's playing, but the, the team came out and said they're not looking to push him. The Clusterfuck League. Okay. So that's what we'll call it. You just tell me Clusterfuck League and uh, I'll remember that moving forward. So I don't, so if Gordon plays, I mean, I feel like Lindsay has to be the guy who gets sat, you know? I mean, I don't, because Gordon wasn't—I mean, he missed last week because of an illness, not because he was injured or anything. So, uh, yeah, I would be leaning on sitting Lindsay if Gordon uh, plays, and if Gordon doesn't play, I think I would be sitting Landry over Cole. I don't necessarily like Cole this week, but um, fluky things could happen. What up, Kush? Flex pick Evans, Singletary, McKinnon, Boyd, T. Higgins. I'm going Evans, uh, slightly over McKinnon. I'm not drinking the single the Singletary juice, like I told uh, people earlier. I would pick Evans very slightly over McKinnon, very slightly. What up, Rick? Who would you start in the flex? A.J. Green, T.J. Hawkinson, or Henderson? T.J. Hawkinson, I'm leaning on that matchup this week. They're going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta is literally the the team that is giving up the most points to the tight end position. So I'm leaning on that, and I'm leaning on Hawkinson out of these guys. Henderson's got a tough, tough matchup. A.J. Green doesn't have the best matchup. I, I like what I saw out of A.J. Green, but I'm leaning on Hawkinson. He might end up in the end zone twice this week anytime david appreciate you bro appreciate you always coming in on the live streams all right i got no questions in four hours we're four hours deep right now wherever you're at make sure you go follow on youtube um the link is in the description but let me just get it another time for you here get in on it guys if no more questions come up here in the next couple minutes i might be signing off but i'll do a little dab so that that's going to take a little longer to get set up we'll see if anybody pops up in here in the meantime where's my 420 people at where you guys at Just killed the Yahoo projection, but if I start listening to those, it's time to retire. Oh man, I'll tell you. Ya, the Yahoo prediction, sleeper prediction, I don't play on ESPN, but I I don't know what the hell it is about that. Like, I know on ESPN it's Mike Clay, you know, um, so I don't, but I don't play on ESPN app. It fucking sucks. But who the fuck are the people who do the predictions? Like, one of my biggest pet peeves is predictions. Um on IDP players. Like it's fucking ridiculous. Like, um, Proust, are you play in enough leagues to where um you probably play in a couple IDP leagues, but I hate the projections that they put out. I mean, I guess I'm not a ranking slave either. Like, I know there's a bunch of people who they only go off of rankings and shit, and like I don't even like doing rankings videos because They're all just versions of themselves. Like, I mean, it's all about who you would rather start. So, yeah, I hate the projections. I'm not a ranking slave. A lot of it's about gut and intuition. But, uh, yeah, fucking Yahoo projections. They need to get that shit fixed. And they need to hire someone like me to handle their IDP fucking <laughs> projections because what the hell is going on with these guys? Like you got players who did never even play, who are projected to get points. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Prister Too vanilla to talk all the leagues, uh, love this forum. It's specific. And yeah, that's, That's what I'm trying to do. I feel like a lot of people, they just want to talk about generic stuff. They want to make rankings because it's really easy to make rankings. And like, you're either right or wrong, you know, on your rankings, you know, and everyone is always wrong because nobody ever ranks people right. Nobody ever ranks the number one wide receiver, you know, as the person who finishes as the number one wide receiver. So that's why I hate doing rankings. You'll never see me doing rankings other than maybe preseason top 20 rankings in my eyes for like draft capital. But uh, what do you guys think about my stance on that? People who are in here now. Like I just don't do rankings. I'd rather do start and sit threads, you know, like this and give my thoughts on why someone should start or sit in general, you know, um, versus just putting out a list of 20 names. What what do you guys think about that on my thinking? And David, I like that to use the word to vanilla because I use that word a lot. <coughs> and I've been called a racist because <coughs> people didn't know what I meant by vanilla. They thought I just meant someone white. <coughs> but when I say vanilla, it means plain, just like you, <coughs> Kruster. <coughs> I know that you're using it in the right context because, uh, I talk about the fantasy footballers a lot. I love those guys. (laughs) I've been supporting them for years and years on their join the foot and all that too. And uh, I think that they're a little bit too vanilla for a lot of my leagues because they don't talk about super flex. They don't talk about IDP. Um, But yeah, it's uh, just one of those things to where. I like to deep dive where people are scared to do it. There's a lot of people in this industry, you know, the fantasy experts or whatever, they don't even play in IDP leagues. They're like scared to play in individual defensive player leagues. And you know, those are guys that only know stats. They don't know players. They don't know trends. They don't know. uh, They don't know any of that. So I appreciate that Braxton. Yeah. It's better than rankings. I hate doing rankings. And then Brazen Brady, I love how you bring the content, honestly. Thanks, bro. Appreciate it. You've been showing up at the live streams a lot. Appreciate you, bro. And then Cruiser, 100% behind you. Thanks, David. Laughing my ass off, racist. Yeah, man, uh, trust me. I have uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's funny on social media because everyone's just ready to, uh, you know, call someone a racist right away. Rick, same thing. Okay, hundred percent on your side. Rankings are dumb. Okay, good. I'm glad because uh, I see a lot of other people doing rankings, and I know they're getting a lot of you know clicks on YouTube because of it. I'm trying to you know bring every piece of content you know that I can on what's helpful, and I just feel like rankings are not that helpful. Um, if you guys have noticed, I've been breaking down like every single matchup, every single position, and I give like my thoughts into why I think someone is a start or a sit, you know, and then. Pair that with these, you know, I mean, that that's what I'm thinking is I'm kind of using everything and pair it together versus like putting out, you know, information that's just like not specific to your league, you know, not specific to your exact game. All right, where are we? Kush says, I'm trying to get rid of Evans. What's a good trade? So Kush, you want to get signed up on my website, fantasyfootballhustler.com. I just know that someone like you, you're trying to get rid of Evans. You're probably gonna sell him a lot lower than you should. So that's why I say you want to get signed up on my website because it's not about the value that Evans holds to you. It's about the value that Evans will hold to somebody else. And I really teach you about that, teach you how to analyze you know, those kind of things. So um, make sure you go check it out, fantasyfootballhustler.com. Evans is a wide receiver one to me, even if he's a low-end wide receiver one. So I would not be looking to trade him away for nothing. I would be looking to trade him away to someone who does who is in dire need of wide receiver, and maybe they have you know some running backs, you know, that they can get rid of. And maybe you get a running back and a wide receiver for Mike Evans if you really just want to dump him. Brazen Brady. Oh my, someone just dropped DJ Moore for a kicker. Oh my gosh. I got a lot of wide receiver depth. Would you drop Woods or Higgins for him? It, it, it's gonna be on next week's waiver. Well, I don't know. Um, I wouldn't drop woods for him. Like woods has a really bad matchup this week, but come on rest of the season. Like woods is going to be uh someone who is going to be in your lineup, you know, more often than not now Higgins, that's someone who I'm really high on for the second half of the season is Higgins. He has been a baller. The more opportunities that he gets, the more that he's going to ball out. Like I already know that to be the case. So I don't know if I would drop anyone for DJ, drop either one of these guys specifically for DJ Moore. Higgins would be the guy I would do, you know, um, in a pinch. Uh, Let me see. Let me look at the strength of schedule really quick of all these numbers that I got here. And uh, tell you who has a better strength of schedule out uh, out of the Panthers or out of the Browns. Or uh, the Bengals, sorry, not the Browns. Bengals, uh, they have a really, really nice schedule moving forward. As far as like against the uh, against the different secondaries, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm holding. I'm holding Higgins uh, for DJ Moore. Yeah, I'm holding on that. I would try to get rid of somebody else. What up, Bryant? D-Hop, DJ Moore, DJ Chark, Mike Williams, Choose 3, Full Point PPR, Smoke It Up, Maine from LA. Nice, bro. All right. So, uh, Williams is in. He's in out of one, out one of the three for sure. So, what do we got? We got four names on here. So, really, we're just sitting one. We're sitting one of these guys. Um I think I'm sitting, so obviously if Hopkins doesn't play, I mean, that, that makes the choice for you, but uh, I'm sitting DJ more out of all these guys. I, I would slightly um, take Chark over more. I